welcome to issue 14 of The Two-Butt Rule. AI sucks, but it wouldn't if. Large language models, chatbots, generative art, fancy statistics, whatever you call it, we're all talking about artificial intelligence a lot. In this issue of The Two-Butt Rule, we explore what some say is wrong with AI and an interesting way to address it. 2023 is already the year of AI. In January, OpenAI's ChatGPT became the fastest-growing consumer application in history, breaking 100 million daily active users in just two months. Since then, the number of new ChatGPT applications and users has grown so fast that it's hard to keep up. A lot of people, people who know what they're talking about, are raising their voices to argue that most of the hype around AI is bunk. I used to work in AI at IBM Watson and recently caught up with a colleague from those days. ChatGPT inevitably came up. He rolled his eyes. He's not an eye-rolling kind of guy. Here are three things experts say about large language model deficiencies. One, LLMs provide incorrect answers, and ChatGPT does so with such linguistic confidence that it's easy to believe it, even when it's wrong. Two, beyond incorrect answers, LLMs can demonstrate mindless discomprehension, a condition pundits have begun calling AI hallucinations. Three, beyond hallucinations, LLMs can produce biased responses as a result of ingesting biased training data, and efforts to prevent this have famously resulted in accusations of more bias. I asked ChatGPT about this, and it concurred. To paraphrase, LLMs like me can generate biased responses and lack common sense. To oversimplify, chatbots and generative art apps like Dolly and Midjourney take some text as input and make guesses about what the next bit of a word or the next pixel might be. Do this well enough over and over, using a really huge amount of trading data, and the results feel eerily like intelligence. Many experts say it's just an illusion. Normally, this is where we'd say, but AI might not be intelligent, but it could be if. Hashtag two buts. This time, instead of just presenting ways to improve the technology, let's offer a different second but. But AI wouldn't suck if we didn't insist on correct answers. I mentioned earlier that I worked at IBM Watson, right after it famously won a televised showdown against Jeopardy! champion Ken Jennings. After that stunning win in 2011, IBM tried to commercialize the technology behind it. We put it to work trying to help doctors diagnose disease, we tried to apply it to supply chain and finance fraud detection. We even engaged startups to find out if they had any new uses of the technology. It was slow going. We kept training the models on more data, but partners reported that our answers were not getting significantly more accurate. Watson was taking a very long time evolving into something that could reliably provide correct answers. I remember saying then that maybe we had things upside down. Noticing that Watson produced a lot of inaccurate but serendipitous answers, I suggested focusing on applications where it didn't provide correct answers, but interesting ones. It seemed to me that this could cut years off the path to commercialization, at least in certain fields. IBM didn't do this, of course. The company's brand stands as a symbol of reliability. And when you're focused on diagnosing disease and detecting fraud, correctness is kind of a big deal. Note, if I'd had a better handle on the two-butt rule then, we might have found a way to protect the brand and still prioritize the interesting answers approach. A decade later, I believe this same issue is at the heart of why Google, now the elder statesman of technology, was late to the party when OpenAI, 
a startup exploded on the scene. With hugely popular applications like ChatGPT and DALI, OpenAI and companies like MidJourney prioritized interesting answers over correct results. Is the image that MidJourney made when you asked for a picture of Elon Musk riding Joe Rogan like a donkey on Mars accurate? Well, the one I just tried seems to have decided that Joe Rogan is just a donkey with a mask on. Not remotely accurate, but interesting in a peyote fever dream sort of way. The fact that quote-unquote responsible companies like Google and IBM chose to wait for AI to evolve into a correct and unbiased answer machine before releasing a commercial product, while a startup had no such constraints, points to the genius of Satya Nadella and Microsoft. Instead of buying OpenAI outright, Microsoft simply invested in it, reducing, though not eliminating altogether, the responsible brand problem. That's such an interesting decision, it makes you wonder if Satya used ChatGPT to make it. It's certainly a terrific example of Microsoft applying the two-butt rule. But a Microsoft product that provided biased and inaccurate results would tarnish the brand, but we could buy a lot of influence and get ahead of the innovation curve by funding a startup. Hashtag two butts. Old school AI experts and practitioners of the two-butt rule might have been expecting me to suggest the following two butts. But AI doesn't understand common sense. But maybe we could fix that by reviving Doug Lennett's 40-year ontology project, teaching computers that up is one thing and up yours is something entirely different. In this case, however, there's utility in considering a different chain of butts. But AI doesn't suck when we consider hallucinations to be a feature, not a bug. This concludes issue 14 of The Two-Butt Rule. AI sucks, but it wouldn't if, by John Wolpert and Ashley Waters. This won't be the last story about AI on the two-butt rule. We received several fascinating comments from experts when vetting the story that deserve a look. Join the chat on substack.com and we'll discuss. For more stories like this, and to have input into products and services we'll be covering in the future, please consider subscribing. It's free though we're grateful to our paid subscribers and prioritize the projects they want us to focus on.